on your PC, iPod or smartphone. This is the girlsplayfooty.com podcast. Coming up on the 6th edition of the girlsplayfooty.com podcast, a special Anzac Day long weekend edition, we catch up with the coach of the Australian Defence Force women's side, Lieutenant Colonel Danielle Glatz, representing Australia at the Anzac Cup in villeneuve Bretonneau, Kate Grabowski, and representing France in that match, Berenger Potel. All that coming up on the girlsplayfooty.com podcast. I'm Peter Holden and welcome to the sixth edition of the girlsplayfooty.com podcast for 2016 and edition number 40 overall and indeed a special edition this weekend to mark the Anzac Day long week. Ed, we're focusing on two matches that mark Anzac Day. First of all, on Sunday, the 24th of April at Northport Oval in Port Melbourne, the annual Australian Defence Force versus the VWFL All-Stars Women's Match. It's been a great tradition over the last few years to mark the Anzac Day weekend, and it continues again in what should be hopefully another close encounter, but more importantly, to commemorate this special day in our nation's calendar. That's why I've got on the line, first of all, the coach of the Australian Defence Force women's side, Lieutenant Colonel Danielle Glatz. Danny, thanks very much for joining us here on the girlsplayfooty.com podcast. How are you? I'm great, Peter. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. Great to have you back here on girlsplayfooty.com. Big weekend coming up. Now, before we talk about the sides and, and everything this Anzac weekend uh, it means to you, um, how did it all come about? I believe just recently you had an Army and Navy and RAF carnival. Yep, that's exactly right, Peter. Uh, every year, uh, the Defence Force has their national carnival where both uh, men and women's teams from Army, Air Force and Navy compete uh, the men compete for the Jimmy Smile Trophy and the women compete for the Jeff Ledger Cup. And, of course, out of that is where you pick your squad for the uh, ADF All-Stars. Now, how does that all come about? Is it uh, the recruits that are based in Melbourne, are they from all across Australia? Are they full-timer or reservists? How does that all come together? It's uh, an absolute combination. We pull uh, service personnel from across Australia, uh, both full-time and part-time serving members. Uh, they're selected uh, for their services uh, based on performance in, uh, like, uh, for example, the Army have an inter-brigade competition in October each year where uh, the brigades in Darwin, uh, Townsville and Brisbane compete against each other, uh, providing Army with a uh, forum from which to pick their players from. So all three services do a similar thing uh, to convene in Melbourne in April uh, to compete against each other uh, for national champions of the ADF. Now, you've had a special start to uh, this campaign. I believe you used the Saints training facility and Coach Peter Searle took you for the afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. It was a fantastic experience for the girls. We went down uh, to St Kilda uh, training facilities there and Peter ran us through a uh, whiteboard session uh, and then we had a tour of the facilities uh, followed up by a training session out on the ground. The girls got a lot from that experience. Uh, Peter is obviously uh, a wealth of knowledge, not just uh, as, a, as an exceptional coach but also... Uh, in her day, an exceptional player. So that was a great experience and the girls enjoyed it very much. Now, I saw a photo of the girls training at La Trobe University. How long have they had to try and gel together as a side? So we came into camp on uh, Monday night with our first training session on Tuesday. Uh, It's a pretty standard training camp for us. And, of course, it is a bit of a challenge uh, because it was only two weeks ago that they were competing against each other fiercely. Uh, so, uh, you know, first activity for, for Tuesday was a bit of team building to uh, break down those barriers uh, 
and get them uh, bonding as a team. Uh, most importantly, what does it mean to the Australian Defence Force women's football side to be able to come together and play on this special weekend? Oh, Peter, look, it's, you know, it's, the, it's the ultimate experience. You know, we, we talk a lot about culture in our job and, and in our organisation, uh, and you can add to that uh, the football and culture as well. Uh, at the start of the week, you know, we spoke a lot to the girls about the legacy that they're carrying forward of uh, ADF women who have played football and represented both their services and the Defence Force. This is the 15th year. It's been 15 years since the first ADF women's team competed. Uh, and that first competition was in the Women's National Carnival uh, that was held in, in Melbourne uh, in 2001. Uh, so this is, our, this is our 15th team. And they're very conscious of that legacy that, that they carry. Uh, but in addition to that, the, the legacy of Anzac, uh, the game being played uh, over the Anzac Day weekend means a lot to all of the players. Uh, and they're very proud to represent their service and the Defence Force at such an important time. Now, we know last year that uh, the ADF women had the chance to play an, an AFL Nines at half-time uh, at the MCG. Uh, what will be happening this weekend in particular for the women that uh, have come together to form the ADF women's side? Oh, unfortunately, we haven't been able to uh, repeat that opportunity, but uh, at the conclusion of our game against the Victorian Rep side, we'll be heading over to the MCG to cheer on uh, the Demons and the Tigers playing their Anzac Day Eva, uh, Anzac Day Eva match uh, and, and, and join in the commemorations there. And what some of the stars will be looking out for this weekend? Obviously, Trish Muller stood out uh, last year and, of course, you, you had a bit of a ring in last year. You, you've got to admit it. Heather Anderson, who was sensational and, of course, got drafted to play for the uh, Western Bulldogs in the exhibition matches. Yeah, that's right, but uh, um, just, just to make things even more interesting for us, we only have five retained players due to operational um, responsibilities and also injury and both Trish and Heather are unfortunately out this year for that reason. Trish uh, has a broken finger and Heather just recently had a shoulder reconstruction. Uh, but having said that, we still have some top tier players. Uh, Kate Lutkins, who was drafted for the Western Bulldogs in their first uh, draft match actually and has also just recently uh, represented the Brisbane Lions in the AFL Cube Clash, will be, uh, will be lining up for us on Sunday. Uh, we also have Luella McCarthy, who played uh, a couple of weeks ago in the South Australian clash. Um, but having said that, the, the raft of experience is broad for the ADF team. We have a couple of girls uh, who are playing their second or third game only. Uh, and my big tip uh, out of those girls is uh, Lara Pilton from the Navy. I think you'll, you'll uh, we'll all be nicely surprised at how she performs. Do you think the uh, dimensions of the Northport ground will suit your side? It's actually a very small compact oval at Port Melbourne. If, I'm, if, if I, I would back my team on uh, any side, you know, the, the, the key things that we uh, work towards in the ADF is uh, versatility and flexibility. Uh, so whatever it takes, the girls are going to adapt, they're going to communicate with each other and work as a team uh, to overcome any obstacles that they face. Do you think fans will be set for another thriller? It seems to be the go the last couple of years between the two sides. Oh, Peter, I'd be very surprised uh, if it's not. Uh, Victoria is obviously the home of football and it's the home of women's football. Uh, and year after year, they step it up a notch. Um, but uh, fortunately for us, I think we've also been able to step it up a notch. So I'll be very surprised if Victoria don't come out gunning. We have won it uh, the last three years in a row. So uh, uh, they've got they've got plenty to fight for. Well, Danny, thank you very much for joining us here on the girlsplayfooty.com podcast. And we wish you all the very best uh, this Anzac weekend, particularly taking on the VWFL All-Stars down at Port Melbourne.
No worries, Peter. Thanks very much. The Australian Defence Force versus VWFL All-Stars match Sunday, 24th of April from 2pm at Northport Oval in Port Melbourne. If you can't get there, you can watch it online at vwfl.com.au. Now time to turn to the second of our special matches, women's footy matches that is, for this Anzac Day long weekend. This one is being held in northern France in Villers Bretonneau, which of course is the site of the Australian War Memorial in France, where lies the graves of more than 770 Australian soldiers, as well as others from the British Empire that fought in the Second Battle of Villers Bretonneau, which ironically occurred on the third anniversary of the Gallipoli landings. In 1918, the Second German Army attacked. They took the town, hoping to get the nearby railway junction of Amiens. But 24 hours later, a counterattack by the outnumbered Australian 13th and 15th Brigades enveloping the town isolated the Germans. And with the help of the British, they were able to recapture that town and help turn the tide of World War One. And since that day, the Australian effort has never been forgotten by the villagers of that town. A small town of only 4,000 people, as we said, a very special place they have for Australia in their hearts. And that is why it's the location of the Anzac Cup match between the Australian women's and the French women's side. Now, we should point out for the Australian women's, it's not the best side we're sending over. We're not sending Daisy Pierce, Cara Dunallen, Chelsea Randall and Taylor Harris over there. It is a group of Australian expat women uh, generally based in the UK and throughout Europe uh, taking on the French side. And what AFL Europe have done is uh, requested players to play in the match and not only pay a fee to be in that game but also they had to write in why they want to play on this special day on the Australian calendar and that's why I've got on the line one of the Australian players who normally plays for the Wandsworth Demons uh, when she's based in the UK and that is Kate Grabowski. Kate thanks for joining us again on girlsplayfooty.com for you why did you want to play in this special match in this special occasion? Okay well I first heard about this weekend because a couple of our Demons girls played last year in the um, in the Anzac Cup and the experience they had was quite incredible and they said it was just such an amazing time and um, wonderful to be in Villas Bretonneau um, and so I, I decided to do this because it is a very special weekend as um, a lot of Australians can appreciate. Um, for me, my grandparents, although I'm second generation Australian, my grandparents came over from Poland um, they escaped the World War II, World War II um, in the 1950s. So for me, um, Anzac Day is quite special because every year they used to march in the Anzac Day Parade in Sydney. Um, and so we used to watch them every year and it was quite a, quite an amazing experience from, for me. So I suppose, I mean, war has affected so many people in so many different ways. And um, I, I know that although they're not with me at the moment, they would be so proud seeing me represent Australia on this special weekend. Have you had much of a chance to catch up with some of your fellow Australian teammates that will be playing in this match? And have you spoken to them at all about what it means to them? Um, Yes, so um, a couple of them played in the one last year, so they're coming back again um, because they had such a great experience. Um, And actually, I think there's six of us representing the Demons um, also, and uh, I haven't, yeah, I'm yet to meet quite a few of them, so it'll be really exciting. We've got a great squad this year. Um, unfortunately, last year it wasn't uh, televised, wasn't wasn't exposed enough, so we only had about five girls go over. But this year we've got a full squad of 14, so we'll be playing a great nine-a-side match. 
Um, and it's also quite exciting because we've actually had, we've um, met the French team on a number of occasions already. We've played against them before we actually visited Paris last year um, and played against them as a demon. So we've got a great relationship with them already built up. So I think it's going to be a really fantastic weekend. For you, how much do you know about Villas Bretonneau? I don't personally know a whole lot, but um, one of our girls has actually just found out that one of her great-grandfathers um, or a distant relation is actually buried um, in Villas Bretonneau. So um, it'll be really interesting to try and to visit the gravesite and um, find out a little bit more about her past as well. So it's really interesting. Indeed it is, and uh, obviously for those listening to the podcast, for Villas Bretonneau, um, it's well known for the second battle of Villas Bretonneau, which occurred, ironically, on Anzac Day uh, in 1918, three years after the Gallipoli landings, and uh, apparently it holds a very special place uh, in the heart of the French people. Uh, apparently above the yeah. blackboards uh, there in the classrooms, they've actually got the words, uh, let us never forget Australia. Yeah, it's quite an amazing place and we're, we're really lucky that a lot of the um, families are taking us in for the weekend so we're actually going to spend some time with the families there and I know how much they love Australia and they, they love speaking with Australians so it's going to be quite, quite an amazing time. And not obviously just uh, playing the games, you see, catching up with the families and I believe a special dawn service because I believe an Australian memorial is yeah. there based in Villas Bretonneau. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to be visiting the memorial on Saturday and we'll also go there for the dawn service on Monday morning. Um, and I believe that might be streamed live as well. Our games or will be a delayed telecast too. As you said, you've caught up with the uh, French girls. Um, have you had a chance to chat to them at all about you know what this day might mean to them? Uh, obviously, considering it was their country that over 100 years ago and, of course, then again in World War II, that was under attack. Yeah, no, I haven't, unfortunately, yet, but um, I'm really looking forward to, to getting to know them a bit more and knowing about their history. It's, it's a strange kind of um, game, isn't it? Um, normally when we're used to being country versus country, it's almost, you know, winners take all, it's about pride, but are you feeling like, is it a different sense going into this game because it's, I guess, not about the game, but it's about the occasion? Definitely. It's, it's a very different game. Um, I, it, it is pride, but I, I think, I mean, we'll definitely be wearing our Australian kit and our Australian um, name with pride, but at the end of the day, it is just a special day. It's, it's a really, it's a, it's a great opportunity to be able to play for your country um, and re- representing your country and playing against the national team is quite amazing. And have you had many uh, calls from back home about asking you to, um, I wouldn't say take any souvenirs, but photos, etc., or to relay your experience while you're over there? Uh, yeah, I've had a little bit, um, and I know AFL Europe will be doing their own sort of live coverage and um, taking plenty of photos, so um, we'll, yeah, hopefully get the, the word back home. I know Australian Times also are quite interested in, in hearing more about it. Well, Kate, thank you very much for joining us here on the girlsplayfooty.com podcast. We wish you all the very best this weekend. First of all, in the match as you uh, take on the French on Saturday morning, April 23rd, and then, of course, uh, throughout your whole stay there at Villas Bretonneau this weekend. Thank you very much, Peter. Well, that's one side of the coin. One team that's playing in this Anzac Cup match on Saturday, April 23rd. Now time to hear from the French side of things. And that's why I've got on the line one of the players from the French national team in Berenger Portel. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, Berenger, I should ask, as a Frenchwoman, what got you interested? What got you involved in Australian football? I've been to Australia a few years ago and I've discovered um, the game 
And when I came back in France, uh, I think that they, they had a team in, in Paris. So I joined and, and just loved the game and that's it. And how often are you able to? And, and how often are you able to uh, get together and, uh, and and play as part of a team? Uh, in a team, we, we don't have a lot of girls uh, in France yet, so we have maybe three or four games a year. Uh, but we're trying to develop more and more, and we have to have a championship in the following years. Of course, uh, this weekend coming up, uh, at least for Australians, is very special, which uh, celebrates uh, Anzac Day, the, the landing on Gallipoli, and of course the Anzacs that uh, took part in World War One, including on the Western Front in France. Um, what does it mean to you as a French woman this weekend, the, the Anzac weekend? For me, it's really a great honour to, to be able to take part in this event because first... Um, I think it is very important to be grateful for the Delta guys and New, Zealand, New Zealanders who came um, 100 years ago to, to fight and who sacrificed their lives for, for our country. So for me, it's very important to, to just say thank you. And what's the problem with the game, which is very Australian and, and very unknown also in France, it's it's a great honor to, to just say thank you and playing uh, Australian football. And can you tell us a little bit a little bit about the town uh, Villas Bretonnor? Yeah, Villas Bretonnor is a is a little town in the north of France in Picardy, um, and they have maybe few hundred uh, people in the town, and they they really they live around the, this event. It's very the the big event of the year. So for them, it's very important to organize it. And during all the week, there is some event which gonna be take, uh, which gonna happen during all the week, and finishing on on Monday or during the end of the week or next week. Of course, uh, this big game comes up on Saturday. Um, how do you feel representing the French to take on this uh, combined Australian New Zealand side? I'm very proud to be able to take part of, of this. Uh, so for me, yes, yeah, just a, a honour and pride within to, 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 to be there. And, of course, um, it's a bit special as well because I saw on the AFL Europe website, not only obviously uh, having to pay the fee and be good enough to play, but also you have to write a reason why you'd like to play on the, in this special occasion. Yes. For me, it's really the, uh, the mean of saying thank you with playing an uh, Australian game. Um, to say thank you to Australians who, who came to the um, 100 years ago. And I love this game. And it just means, it means a lot for me to, to be able to, to be there uh, this weekend. And, of course, I believe as part of the weekend, you're going to have a special dawn service on the Monday? Yes, yes, on Monday morning, yes. Of course, uh, for everyone to take part and uh, pay their respects. And for yourself, um, uh, going ahead, obviously, there's the uh, European Championships coming up in uh, London. Of course, next year's the International Cup. Do you see yourself representing France more? We would love to. For, for now, we're not enough in terms to represent the, the represent France uh, as a team. But we try to to find 
as a country so we can mix have a mixed team or maybe our European teams to take part maybe at the European Championship but most of it for the International Cup we would very love to, to take part in it so we're trying to find other countries we, who could have the same problems as us and to to make a team like to create a European team well, Berenger, thank you very much for joining us here on girlsplayfooty.com. We wish you all the very best on this special weekend coming up at Villas Bretonneau. Yeah, thank you very much for having me here, Ethan. And that concludes our special Anzac Day long weekend edition of the girlsplayfooty.com podcast. A reminder for those that catch the weekly match on girlsplayfooty.com radio, we're taking a break over the Anzac Day long weekend as it's a buy round for the VFL women's competition, but we'll be back on Sunday the 1st of May for the game between the Knox Falcons and the VU Western Spurs down at Monterna. That game Sunday 1st of May from 1.30pm. Until then, make sure you keep an eye on girlsplayfooty.com for the latest articles. We've got on there the All-Australian side that we've picked so far after round one of the exhibition matches and plenty of other great articles as well. Until next time, I've been Peter Holden. Thank you very much for your company and enjoy your Anzac Day long weekend. Bye for now.